Tijuana tacos are basically America tacos. Until you've eaten a dog taco in the middle of the night, drunk as fuck, in Mexico City. (laughs) Just because you fell for the whole, these are real meat scenario. Several times. I'm going to lie, but you know what? I didn't care at that point. Dogs are delicious. It did not matter. Give me that chihuahua taco. Barf. Oh. Hi. Welcome back to Misty and Ike, everybody. I'm here. Hello here. I'm there. <laughs> Dude, I was watching. Do you watch The Righteous Gemstones? Every now and then. Right before I walked out the door to come here, it got me so hard I almost fell on the floor laughing. The The main preacher, the father, mm-hmm. it was a flashback to the 80s and they were taking their Christmas picture. Yeah. And he was like, everybody say Merry Christmas, God damn it. And the whole family, like 30 of them were like, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just got yeah. me so good. Oh man, it's a pretty good one. I giggle every time they cuss in church on that it's show. It's pretty funny. I mean, that's part of what makes it funny. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, it's not. We're gonna get serious. Well, we're not gonna get serious. We're gonna get learned. Gonna get learned. We're about to get learned. <laughs> we're gonna talk about NAFTA. We're not gonna talk about NAFTA. The North American Free Trade Agreement. No, we're gonna talk about NATO. The North Atlantic <laughs> Treaty Organization. Yes. Um, NATO for sure. Clearly NATO has been a big word that a lot of people have been hearing. Yep. And I realize, like in my whole life, I have always known of the existence of NATO, but what, what is it? What does it do? What, who are they? So. To NATO, to NATO. <laughs> to NATO, to NATO. Uh, yeah. I don't know a lot, if anything about so, NATO yeah, myself. I thought it would be good to like Educate. help people understand what's happening. Yeah. Which is weird because the war will be over by the time this comes out. I hope so. It's over a week away. I, I knock on wood and hope that the Ukrainians are safe and healthy. Victorious. And victorious. What if uh, the Ukraine comes back and takes over Russia? I'm, I'm not really mad at that. <laughs> like, I, it's not going to happen, but... Well, it could. Anything's possible. Mm. Let's find out right after our Sweet Ass intro song. Sweet Ass! Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, I it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. The greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on. All right. <clears throat> so, do you want to know the definition of NATO? I do. According to Britannica.com slash topic slash North American Treaty Organization. Military alliance established by the North Atlantic Treaty, also the Washington Treaty of April 4, 4 uh, 1494, 1949, Oof. which sought to create a counterweight to Soviet armies stationed in Central and Eastern Europe after World War II. Its original members were Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, and the United Kingdom, and the United States. Why would you say and the twice? Who wrote this? (laughs) Joining the original signatories were Greece and Turkey in 1952, West Germany in 1955, from 1990 as Germany, and then Spain, 1982, the Czech Republic, Hungary, and Poland in 1999, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia, 2004, 
Albania and Croatia in 2009, Montenegro in 2017, and finally, North Macedonia in 2020. Yep. We got a pandy going on, and North Macedonia is like, NATO, what's up? Let me get in there. Absolutely. Come on in. Yep. So, <clears throat> I mean, basically, so this, this NATO was formed after the Second World War. Um, what I gather, the easiest way of putting it, is that it's a political and military alliance between 30 countries mm-hmm. to try and help prevent something like World War II from happening again. Like to put stop guards in place. Do you want to know what the articles actually say? The true definition? Yeah. An armed attack against one or more of them in Europe or North America shall be considered an attack against them all. And yes. consequently, they agree that if such an armed attack occurs, each of them in exercise of the right of individual or collective self-defense recognition by Article 51 of the Charter of the United States will assist the party or parties so attacked by taking forth with individually and in concert with the other parties such an, act, such an action as it deems necessary, including the use of armed force to restore and maintain the security of the North Atlantic area. So if one goes to war, we all go to war. Basically, that's the fancy way of saying fuck around and find out. (laughs) You know what? I think that's the theme of 2022. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Yeah. I really do think it's the theme. Like, um, so how this affects what's happening right now. So the Ukraine and Russia are not a part of this. Mm -hmm. The reason primarily for that is because this was formed kind of against russia essentially like what i i gather is that they were part of the the logic of why these countries needing to do this Mm -hmm. um so what a lot of people don't know is so the soviet union the soviet union broke up into pieces in 1991 Mm -hmm. that is when the cold war quote unquote ended so that's when ukraine became an independent country Before that, they belonged, essentially, to the Soviet Union. So before you had the Soviet Union, which consisted of Russia and a bunch of, like, smaller areas. So when the Soviet Union, the the bloc, broke up, a lot of those places said, cool, we're going to be our own country now. (laughs) So pretty much what I gather from all of this is that old Vlad... um, says that Ukraine isn't actually a country. He believes that it's... Jeremy's here. Oh. Scared the shit out of me, too. <laughs> Whoa. He, believe that it's, he believes that it's a, a land mass that is historically Russian and still should belong to them mm-hmm. um, and should be part of Russia again. Well, you know, 1991, Ukraine's been a country for a hot second, all on their own. Mm-hmm. Like... Who, who says that they need to go and be a part of Russia again, other than Vlad? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm reading up on the Soviet, what countries were in the Soviet Union. And mm-hmm. I just always assumed that Russia was the Soviet Union. It's the same, like back in the day, like. It was a part. Th- those two words were somenominous. Somenominominominous. <laughs> Not necessarily. So did they, was it like the United States, they would send representatives from each state to go to the Capitol and like make decisions? Or I don't, I, I don't believe so. I mean, from what I, what I've read is that the way that Russia, 
functions now as a country is how they've long functioned. It, it's, you know, not a democracy <laughs> at all. There used to be eight countries that made up the Soviet Union. There's a lot more than eight listed here. Okay. Moldova, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Kazakhstan, Kragstan, Kragstan, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Nope. Kyrgyzstan. Kurdistan. Yep. Yes. Tajikistan, Turk, Turkmenistan. All the stands. Uzbekistan, Russia, Armenia, uh, Azerbaijan, Georgia, and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Because at, at the time, well, and some of those are territories. They're not actual countries. And Georgia like when is they in belong. the United States. Oh my God. <laughs> When they belonged to to the Soviet Union, they were considered a, a territory. Um, yeah, it's it's all very confusing, and that's why I, like I said, pulled up a whole bunch of articles to try and understand this. So, <clears throat> um, Ukraine obviously, since all of this has happened, has made a bid to join NATO, as well as joining um, the European Union, mm-hmm. being one of the European Union countries. So, uh, obviously, Putin, on the other hand, opposes them joining NATO. Could he just have any other name? Like, it's so Putin? non... Just I know. Not it's so dumb. Name. It's so non Sit around Putin. Yeah. So, basically, there are five NATO countries that border Russia. And he doesn't want a sixth NATO country bordering Russia. It would basically would make the entire border of Europe, or of, you know, the... European Union, I guess, um, are, would all be NATO countries, and meaning he couldn't go war. He couldn't just invade them because then you'd have 30 countries coming after you. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. So he has demanded that NATO agree to never admit the Ukraine, which is baffling to me because I'm like, you, Russia doesn't belong to NATO, so why, like, how does he get to throw out demands and be like, no, you can't do that? Who's he throwing out demands to? To NATO. He's like, you can't let them in. They're like, we're NATO. Says you? Right. Who cares? He's devastatingly delusional. Oh, it is a hot mess, this Mm. thing. So, what I want to know is why are we at war? Well, because he wants that land back. Why? Because he's mad at how the Cold War ended. He feels like Russia got embarrassed. Well, so he get, wants to take all of that land back and make the Soviet Union again, essentially, and build them up into what he believed at the time was a world superpower. But doesn't he know the whole rest of the world's going to fuck him up? He He's delusional enough that he thinks that they're Russia. They can do what they want. Wow. They, he, he believes them to be that strong of a world superpower still. It's pretty crazy. Which, you know, it's... Honestly, it's really interesting. One of the things that I've been watching is I always had this impression in my head that Russia had this massive, insane military, right? Mm-hmm. They're not doing so hot. <laughs> the Russian military is not doing so hot? They're losing. They're losing this battle. I mean, very, very simple things are are fucking them up. Like, it, it's hilarious. I mean, like, the Ukraines are out changing road signs so that the Russians won't know where to go. They're not even familiar with the territory that they're invading. Oh, my God. Hilarious. They're out there with MapQuest, like... Trying to figure out where to go. And, like, the Russians are pulling down... Ro- or the Ukrainians are pulling down road signs. Things that simple. 
Like tanks are being having Molotov cocktails thrown at them and blown up. Wow. I mean, it's it's baffling, honestly. Like I said, my whole life I've I've been raised with this impression in my head that they have this insane, very intense military, but it ends up old Vlad has been stealing money from the military budgets and that they don't they don't really know what they're doing. This was updated um, yesterday at mm-hmm. 829 GMT. It's on aljazeera.com. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know anything about whether or not that's a trustworthy news source. Al Jazeera is a very trustworthy news source. Who is sending military aid to Ukraine? In the Russian-Ukraine war, many countries, including neutral, non-aligned Sweden, have started to send military aid. So, um, this has a chart and it says, um, the blue countries are members of NATO providing military aid. Gray, blue countries are members of NATO not providing military aid, and yellow countries are non-NATO member providing military aid. So, the countries that are currently assisting are Belgium, Canada, Czech Republic, France, Germany, Greece, Portugal, Romania, Spain, Sweden, Netherlands, UK, US. That's a, a pretty lengthy list. Those are some pretty, yeah. pretty prevalent countries. <clears throat> On February 25th, President Joe Biden instructed the State Department to release up to an additional $350 million worth of weapons from U.S. stocks to Ukraine. Yep. Um, so here's some stuff actually about NATO that I think is really interesting. So their headquarters is in Belgium. Funding for the, their operations comes from each of the member countries, and it's based on their national incomes. Right. I, that's really cool to me. So everybody pays what they can. Right. Yeah. I think that's that's brilliant. <laughs> um, the United States, of course, one of the world's richest economies, pays more than other NATO countries. Um, NATO does not have its own armed forces. Um, so the, the military structure is that all the militaries of the member countries work together in peacekeeping operations. Um, so there's not like a special forces of NATO military guys from each country. Yeah. It's it's their overall military. Um, that's that's a pretty big goddamn military. If you Speak, add all those together. Speaking of a lot, the European Union, which is the EU, which is not NATO. It's just a separate relationship between different countries. Yes, completely. For the first it, time it's in It's more history. based financially. Correct. Yeah. For the first time in history, the EU is financing the purchase and delivery of arms after leaders agree to transport weapons worth 450 million euros, which is $502 million to Kiev. Yeah. Hmm. Foreign policy chief Joseph Borrell says some nations are sending the Ukrainians fighter jets. Yeah. Yeah. On the top of the Ukrainians wish list is um, javelin anti-tank weapons and stinger missiles to shoot down aircraft. Yep. Have you heard about the, the plane? The ghost of Kiev. No. This is insane. <laughs> so nobody can nobody can actually, first of all, um, confirm the existence. But uh, oh, so it's a plane that apparently on one of the first days of fighting, the rumor is is that it shot down five separate Russian aircraft, which makes it like it no six. Sorry. Six different Russian enemy planes. So in in war times, they consider that like a, a folk hero, like a um like the best of the best, like Maverick, Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> like top that, gun. that that yeah. that like pilot that's flying it is like beyond exceptional to be able to knock that many planes out of the air in one day. 
Um, it turns out that it is most likely false. Uh, you know, I've read that and I've read, it turns out it's most likely true. Supposedly it's the downing, internet. It's supposedly downing as many six Russian planes in the first day of combat, the ghost of Kiev and their MiG-29 fulcrum quickly became a folk hero in a war breathlessly watched online. The reports remain unconfirmed by Ukrainian officials and the rumor is very likely, according to, well, I'm not even gonna tell you where I'm reading this. Nope. Very likely false. The war remains rife with misinformation, propaganda, and a video purporting to be evidence of the ghost turned out to be instead from a video game. That is one of the feats, but there are other videos that are not from a video game. So just as they want to debunk it, there are also the opposing theories and arguments that it's true. So it's, I mean, whether it's true or not. It's, it's giving hope. It's giving hope, exactly. It's yeah. one of those things. Um, they also found out, so did you, you heard about Snake Island? Mm -mm. So Snake Island is a very small island. Uh, there was a Russian warcraft that came up and made an announcement to these 13 soldiers, Ukrainian soldiers on Snake Island, you need to surrender or we're going to bomb your island. And... <laughs> Oh, the response that they gave? Yeah, it's got one of your five fingers in the air and the other one's retaining down. What? The other they, one's retaining down. It's the middle finger. It's Yeah. They they Ukrainians told Russian warship to go fuck yourself. Those were their what were considered to be their last words. Mm -hmm. Because at that point the the understanding was that the Russians then bombed the island and that all thirteen soldiers died. And that went on for like three days and everyone was reporting about Oh my God, these guys are so brave. They literally just said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then they died. Those were their last words. Ends up, mm -hmm. they were actually captured and all 13 of them are still alive. Yeah, they're Russian prisoners. <clears throat> yeah. So cannot wait until they they fight. Which is smart. Figure out how to get them back. It's okay? smart for that one particular Russian boat because that's the one thing that they are not going to blow up. Right. There's 13 Ukrainians yeah. on board. So if I was the captain of that boat, I'd be like, no, 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 you guys get the boat. Yeah, right? Yeah, Operation Human Shield is now inactive. Right? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, to, yeah, I mean, like, I, there were a lot of things that I did not understand about NATO. Like, I, I've always understood the European um, Union because we obviously travel into the European Union and it, it, you know, they all use the same, the euro, <laughs> the same money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I never really understood, I guess, what, what NATO was. And so to know that it's, you know, one for all and all for one is really an interesting, interesting concept. Yeah. You know, wonder... to bring that about after the Second World War and go, we can't ever let this happen again. And I wonder what the response would have been if Ukraine was in NATO? Would it have been like, oh, hell no, and like everybody just jumped in right away? Because everybody kind of like felt it out for a couple of days. Uh, I, I, the world acted pretty quick. It wasn't a couple of days. Like we imposed our first sanctions day one. Okay. Yeah. It, it went pretty. You were, you were out in the world doing your thing. Mm -hmm. I was at home watching the news nonstop. <laughs> Well, like every, I mean, it did take a couple of days for some of the other countries to, you know, kind of just make those decisions. Um, 
I mean, sometimes you, you don't want to just jump into war, right? You're just going to go like, is Putin just testing the waters and he's going right. to back off? Yeah. Is he really messing around? No, he definitely, after the first night he proved it, there were, you know, that's when he shot actual missiles into their, you know, biggest city. So, it's nuts. It's pretty crazy, you know, and it's, I don't know about you, but like, you know, other, other wars slash conflicts that we've gone into, I feel like I was a kid when they were happening. And mm. this is the first time I've watched as an adult in real time, something like this right. of this magnitude. Like this is the first time that there's been war essentially in Europe since World War II. I wonder you know? what our parents felt like when Operation Desert Storm happened right. in the early 90s. Right, because they... But at the same time, they didn't also have the same access 24 hours a day. It wasn't a 24-hour news cycle and like there we have. There weren't people on the ground with cameras on right. Twitter. You know, it's right. crazy. Um, that's one of the most incredible things I think I've seen throughout all of this is all the TikTok videos. Um, the Ukrainians have started to film TikTok videos in the captured Russian tanks and things like that, showing other Ukrainians how to turn them on and drive them away. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. So you get on TikTok and be like, okay, here's the power button. Yeah, like there's a video of a girl inside a Russian tank that's been abandoned because I'm guessing that the soldiers jump ship mm -hmm. and she's inside of it and she's literally, she does a TikTok video on how to turn the tank on and drive the tank away. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's, yeah, it's incredible. I want to watch that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, come on here. Here's how you help. Let's get this thing to whatever country and we use it now. It's ours. Yeah. You know? Just bust a 180 and start shooting. <laughs> totally, right? <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Like the, the ingenuity that they're using is, I mean, breweries there have turned their entire production around and all the bottles are being made into like thousands of Molotov cocktails. Wow. Yeah. And on the labels, they say, fuck you, Putin. <laughs> no fooling. It's funny that they have the time it's, to even print that. They're just not messing around. Yeah. You know? It's like, here's our branded Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Bam. I'm going to leave you with this story. I think you might have saw it on, um, maybe you saw it on Instagram. In the film business, when you attach a crane to the top of a vehicle to do car to car, like high speed chases. Yeah. We have always referred to that as the Russian arm. Yes. Turns out the engineers that created it were Ukrainian. Yeah. So the entire film business is now deciding to call this piece of equipment the Ukraine. Ukraine, which is amazing. I yeah. saw that yesterday and I was like, man, I am full of joy right now. Mm -hmm. I can't wait so to use great. a Ukraine. I've never used one. I mean, <laughs> I have. I haven't used it, called it that. I also saw a uh, uh, overheard in L.A., yesterday I think it was and it was like girl at bar I really want to order a Moscow mule but I don't want to be offensive and then person next to her just call it a Kiev mule it's like a Moscow mule but full of courage <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad pretty great um, anyways yep. NATO NATO and, now, and NATO, some of the current now you war know. stuff now you know <laughs> the more you know the more you know we could probably do a week and a half on all this shit we probably could. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot so. going on in the world. Yeah. lot. Well, stay safe out there, folks. Yes. And if you're listening in the Ukraine, I don't know why you would be. You're probably but pretty busy. Probably pretty busy right now, but... Well, if there's anything Misty and I can do for you... Let us know. Yeah, we'll tweet for you. We'll TikTok for you. That's right. Do whatever. Um. All right, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Weird Wednesday. Okay, bye. Bye.